Hi, this is Dean Cameron. This is Stuart Fratkin. And you're listening to Zach and Dustin on $2 Late Fee Podcast. Before there was IMDb.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we know movies, and even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. You know who we should be celebrating? Um, Dean and Stuart. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Cameron, Stuart Fracken on the show today. Let me ask you, though. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Serious one. Serious one. Um, did you, no. ex- <laughs> did you expect to laugh as much as you did when we sat down with Dean Cameron and Stuart Fracken in studio? Yeah. Well, I always expect to laugh no matter who we're interviewing. It's a precursor uh, requirement for all interviews. If you tell me you book somebody not funny, I'm like, I'm not, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I always I always expect to laugh, and we had had Dean in already. We did some summer school earlier in the year with him and Richard Horvitz, and to have his ski school partner come back, Stuart Fracken, or to have him come back with his ski school partner, I should say, uh, just seemed like a, a natural uh, progression. And, I mean, we had a great time with Dean both times. Double the pleasure, double the laughs. Wrigley's. I thought you were going to quote that song from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Two heads are better than one. Double the pleasure, triple the fun. Hmm. No, alas, I, I'm not up on my Bill and Ted uh, uh-huh. uh, song quotes. But, um, okay. well, but by all means, you can use that. I thanks, think you I have. appreciate it. I think it's great. <laughs> Thank you. The fact that Dean came in the studio, was in studio with us versus being on Zoom in his backyard. So that was great getting to meet Stuart for the first time and having knowing that those guys had had such a long history together and but they hadn't seen each other in a while so this was kind of a a sweet reunion of sorts they hadn't seen each other I think I I believe since the pandemic started or maybe even prior to that you are correct they hadn't seen each other we hadn't been in studio it was it was a culmination of so many things and emotions were high um yeah, that's right. This was our first time being back in studio officially. We recorded this interview earlier in the year, but we sat on it purposefully knowing that it was going to be gold. Turned out it was uh, yeah. because we knew it would be a great way to close out the end of season two officially of $2 Late Fee. Oh, a wintry closing. Yeah. So, hey, congratulations. We made it through another season. That's really exciting. Probably just let off with that because that's a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. We this year we launched our Patreon. Speaking of which, we have a new Patreon subscriber, Miranda yes. Watson. Welcome, she signed Miranda. up to our eight dollar tier. Miranda, you are a gem of a person. Thank you for signing up and thank you for joining in on the fun. It's only going to get better on our Patreon, as you probably already know. You're like, wait a minute, they just added new content already. If you're not a subscriber to Patreon, please consider doing so because the segment we recorded with Dean and Stuart, $2 six questions, is hilarious. Definitely can't miss audio. But having Dean and Stuart in the studio to talk about ski school, they came from outer space, their personal lives, Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. So I hope that you listeners have the same smile on your face that we did when we were in studio with them because it was just a lot of happiness and joy and uh good times reminiscing from the 80s i think you couldn't have said it better i think let's get right to it guys happy holidays 
We appreciate your support. Enjoy the season finale of Two Dollar Leafy with Dean and Stu. And Happy New Year, too. Okay, and you know, and if you, yeah, you can have a Happy New Year also. I don't like to, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want it to go to their heads. I just give them like one Happy Holidays and, but you're, you're right. You're right. We should say both. It's only right. Get those goals down for 2022. This is really exciting for us for uh, for a lot of reasons, but yeah. we have not been in the studio live with anybody. Wow! And I, honestly, it's been like twenty 17, months. Twenty months. I mean, yeah, right? Wow. I, yeah. I would go so far. So cool. Part of me wants to cry a little bit because I'm so excited to, to be back in the studio, and the fact that you guys, you know, agreed to come in and yeah, thank you. Hang with us, of course. Awesome. Thank you. So, of course. yeah, um, having like Dean Cameron and Stuart Fracken on our show, Aww. and to reminisce Sweet. about good old times and absolutely, and cry about current times. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. We can do all of it. Awesome. Sounds like fun to me. <laughs> we can do all of it. We've got all the time in the world. No, we don't actually. But um, but yeah, but thanks guys. Of course. For, for being here. And yep. um, Dean, welcome back. It's your second time on our show. Yes. You were, what? We, uh, oh, yeah. sorry oh, to break oh. the news to With you. Richard. Yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I think I saw, was that recently? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did a, a summer school uh, yes. review. Yes. Reunion. Reunion. Jinx. Uh, buy me a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> but on that interview, we asked Dean who he enjoyed working with the most, and he said you. He did. Yeah. I, I want to be even more what specific. I said, who's your who's your favorite who's your favorite '80s co-star? And without missing a beat, Dean was like Stuart Frack. Even though it was in the nineties, I said even though it was in the nineties. Even though it was in the nineties, mm-hmm. and then yeah, because but but you guys, I mean. Just what? So, Ski School, I think, was released in like '91 or something. When did 90, you guys? When did you guys shoot it? Nine, it was '90. Nine, nine, uh, '90. Yeah. You uh, shot it in '90s. Summer of '90. Yeah. Why do I want to the say that it's '89? It's not '89. It's not '89. Yeah, because I, I remember '89. <laughs> it wasn't '89. You don't remember '90. I do remember. No, I remember '90. '90 was great. Um, but yeah, it was after the decade changed and all that. Stuff. It was. Yeah. I, the way that I remember everything is, is when I got married. Mm. So right. it all revolves around 91 yeah. for me, like pre-marriage, post-marriage. Right. So that was... Because so. we'd, we'd, fini- we'd, we'd, fin- we'd finished Outer Space when yeah. we got married. Yeah, so... That was 91. Right. So then that would make sense. Yes, then it was all 90 where right. we met and there's a, fell in love. Are we recording now? Are we, are yeah, we, we are. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. well, there's a, a snarky... A trailer for Ski School that they had on the movie channel. Mm. Uh, oh, I remember like, that channel. There's only one reason to watch Ski School. It's Dean Cameron with his charm. And, and it goes on. It's like, it's really nice. And then, and then he goes, Dean Cameron, the only actor brave enough to make an 80s movie in the 90s. <laughs> oh. That's good. I like that. And oh, then it says, like, that's funny. That is, uh, yeah. B movie something or footnote. <laughs> Was this in the TV guide? No, it was a, it was like no, a promo. It was a that promo they, like for somebody on the movie channel. Wow. Yeah. They wrote this and actually it was on. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow, that's it's on a the lot internet. to put in a yeah. promo. I kind of like that. It's so, it was sort of nice. And the yeah. guy, the guy who wrote nice. it, I actually corresponded with a bit because I had it, I had it on my website. It's like this is I'm not sure if I'm happy about this or not. And he wrote me. He's like, no, I wrote it with total love. And uh, yeah, cool. but how come Fitz didn't get any love? Uh, I don't know. Fitz doesn't. Fitz doesn't. Fitz was Fitz was a footnote. No. no, I mean, no. I, I don't, I don't, no. I don't mean it was a foot. He was a footnote at the beginning. Yes, at the beginning of the script. Oh yeah, oh, development yeah. of the script. He was a footnote. Well, we all were. We all were. Sort of no, secondary. you. No, well, your character was not. But the the Johnny story was the yes. What drove the script? Really? So yeah, the I think script. We, we until yeah. until we got there. Until we got there, <laughs> and he broke his leg. So okay, oh, he broke, oh. He broke right? his leg. He broke, he broke his foot. Remember or something? Skiing, and he couldn't I that's vaguely what, that's remember. There's that? a lot of scenes where he's sort of standing still, and there are in his really cool ski outfit, right. which is really dope. And yeah. he looks totally. He speaking of 80s and 90s, he looks like he's from you know the 1970s with that awesome olympic outfit on and you guys are very much in the 90s yes with your neon and everything but that movie has it's it's we just watched it and we were like okay so 
we what we love what do we love about it and what are we very confused about and it does feel at times like it's two totally different movies you guys have your scenes which are which are gold by the way they really are and probably because you wrote most of those scenes yourself you improv most of those scenes yourselves and then there's this kind of soft core love element to it i mean those those sex scenes are pretty soft core if you really think about it core love element there are it's it's like that for sure there's the the foreign sales scenes totally yes yes the ava flabian ava fabian ava's flavor bin that's right (laughs) i mean you got her in the end wow now how about that setup (laughs) i was waiting (laughs) <laughs> like you guys had pre-planned that. Not touching that one. But but would would you say so so that was the movie you guys kind of met on, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you got brought on initially for that film. Yeah. And then like how did that all come about? Um I I got it and they said, Do you want to do this movie, Ski School? <laughs> and I got the script and it was weird and sort of subversive. Yeah. And I needed the money and they they actually paid me fairly well. And uh, I said yes, and me- and I met with the writer, writers, and was going through it, and re- like, I there's this because the marmot mon- monologue was in there, that this is so weird, and not at all <laughs> what's going on in movies right now because it was it was very earnest, like yeah. young people movies were becoming very earnest and they were horrible, and and <laughs> I wasn't booking those anyway. I was like, well, this looks crazy, and. I could we could have fun doing this. Yeah, you guys like movies like are supposed to be, and we had a really yeah generally good. really good time. We so you time. were just offered this script, yeah, and were you as well, or did you have to no. audition? No, I read for his role first for Dave. Okay, yes, and in fact, Marshall slash Marshank. Yeah, Marshall. It was Marshall, yeah. Dave Marshall at the time, and um, I was given uh, the VH, oh, uh, VHS cassette tape. Of all the auditions, for some reason, they gave it to me later Whoa. for me to take a look at. And I, so I, I, I had what I thought was a great audition and I was convinced I'm going to get this role. Yeah. I'm so perfect for this. This is mine. I own this. This is my animal house. And then I get a call saying they're putting in an offer to someone that I've known but never met Dean. Right. Um, and then would they, would I be interested in playing another role in the movie? So of course my, my ego said, no, absolutely not, not going to play another role. This is, this is the role I was uh, born to play. Then I thought a little bit more about it because I had seen Dean at auditions. Yeah, seen each, I mean, sort of, we're aware of each other. Yeah. yeah. There were a bunch of guys that were like, you always saw the same, same guys. the same interview guys at all the auditions. Dean at the time was definitely at the top of that list. Well, we've talked about the fact that I was um, that in the breakdowns for casting, there would be like uh, looking for a Dean Cameron type. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would always go in for the Dean Cameron types, <laughs> but he would always get the Dean Cameron types. Um, he had better hair. Yeah, he had. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in summer school. Look at that hairline. It is beautiful. Thank you. The hairline of a 20-year-old. You have, it is. You're rocking Patrick Stewart, so don't complain. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> wow. All right. I hope I that's a compliment. I know, I know. I okay, appreciate good, it. Good. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. you're going in as, everyone yeah, so, wants Dean Cameron. Yeah, so eventually. <laughs> um the, uh, my agents negotiated a they what they you know at the time for them their hard ons were great billing, so they were like oh, we got right. you great billing right. you'll be able to do whatever you want and then for me the carrot was working with Dean, so um, yeah so I accepted and so they I sat down with the writers and they came up with that uh, that weird the wolf stuff yeah the yeah. weird yeah howling at the moon stuff and kind of fleshed out the character a little bit, but by far his character, uh, Dave's, uh, Dave Marshall's character was, it was the, it was the, the most clearly written character. Yeah. It was really, the, the characters are really well written. The rest of the movie didn't make any sense. And I, I probably didn't read most of it, but yeah. like looking at Dave, so I was like, <laughs> I didn't read most of it. Like, 
It's, it's, it's yeah. fun stuff. It's yeah. cool. It's some good writing. Like, was, that, that Marmot monologue, I just remember going, this is crazy. Right. This is crazy. So, but let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Ski School. It's not about learning how to ski. For Dave Marshall and his gang, life is one big party. Welcome to my kingdom. I will bet you all before the night is through. They're the best at what they do. I've been watching you ski. You're really good. May I present to you Section 8. But the competition is fierce. It's dead. I control this mountain. And I say this is your last year. With their backs against the wall, they'll do anything to win. Do you want to have sex with me? Okay. Let's get naked! They've got style. Let the games begin. Class. Was it something about your wigwam? Oh! And the perfect secret weapon. Who is she? Where does she come from? You really care? Oh, my God. If they don't win, they'll lose the mountain forever. Scum. Let's settle this once and for all. The best against the best. What do you say? Sure. And we ski the dome. So for the wildest, most outrageous ride of your life, check into Ski School. Anyone for a hot tub? I love my life. Ski School. It's not about learning how to ski. Did, did we win? I think one of the biggest questions I had watching it is, like, like your character's... Um, Dave and Fitz seem very close, right? Like you've obviously have known each other for years, but I couldn't figure out like, it, so there's eight sections of this ski school mm -hmm. and we never actually see anybody teach any skiing. There's no instruction. Ski school's not about learning how to right, ski. Right, ski school is not about learning how to ski. <laughs> but did each section have one instructor? Like, were you the instructor, Dean, and then you were the student or were you also an instructor? Like, were you guys all instructors? Because it, it, it kind of melts together and you never really... I think I was the instructor and that that Ed and Fitz were just would all were always there. Just always right. Yeah. Every season you'd show I up. I would go I just I I don't think I ever put that much thought into it. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bringing me back was... to my preparation for my entire book yeah. of work. I've never yeah, we never discussed that. And it uh, was just Animal House on slopes. Yeah, That's yeah, how totally. I looked at right, it. Yeah. That it was just a huge yeah. party, and these guys were part of the ski school, so right. they were the, you know, the the, the Delta House. Yeah, yeah. and right. then the what was the what was the other house in Animal House? I remember. Oh, I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember, but yeah. it is Animal House is the same monster in the sense that it's a series of vignettes. Yeah, like it's these different vignettes. Okay, this setup is funny, then the punchline, and blah blah blah. We don't really like the whole plot of Animal House doesn't really matter. Right. It's the it's the whole setup. That's the whole thing. So you know, you guys have these great scenes together, and then scenes with, you know, you're with Charlie Spradling, and 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 then that that's an interesting dynamic there because in one way you're this supposed to be the sweet innocent guy and then you're like oh you're peeping tom on her and you know it's a little awkward that was all added in too that was all part of that you know that that uh those those writing sessions i had with todd silk right um where they wanted to give some more substance to the character so they came up with that the sexual predator <laughs> right <laughs> nowadays well we were we just we were talking about revenge of the nerds recently and talking about oh. how that film doesn't doesn't fit in today's society right no. and 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 there's elements of ski school that don't but it's just such a wacky movie right it really is and and it was the precursor to you know i think movies jumped on top of that like bikini car wash company is for example like suddenly it was like oh well let's make it more about the sex and less about the comedy and sure. this movie was just kind of on the cusp of that like mostly comedy right. with this sex angle too which obviously appealed to the foreign domestic right. audience foreign sales. but that's this movie has maintained a cult status for decades, right? Yeah. And it's pretty phenomenal if you think about it. Like there was a, some guy made a, a, a ski school baseball card set. Playing cards, yeah. Playing cards. Amazing. They're amazing. They're right? really, yeah. they're beautiful. They're really nice. Yeah. And he I mean, just did it just to do something. Fun? Yeah. Wow. No, like I'm not going to sell these. Or, and he sent them to me. He was like, make more of these and let's monetize Yeah, this. really. Uh, yeah, there's a company called Phantom Cardboard that puts out like card sets based on uh, movies, you know, and they could totally do that. Yeah. Maybe he should sell it to them because they're really well done. Yeah, they're I beautiful. Mean, they really they're are. not, it didn't seem like he spared any expense. No, he didn't. Because they look like trading cards to yeah, me. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful. Did you guys feel like, oh, we're making Animal House on the no. slopes? Like the whole time is this going to be a hit or like? 
you don't you don't know I, how it's going to be received. I will say that um, from the moment Dean and I started, for me at least, Dean and I started working together, there was definitely something there that clearly yeah. that clicked between the two of us. Yeah. From I think the first scenes we did were on the roof, yes, of the of Black Home, right. And then we were legs <laughs> dangling over the yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And Dean came up with a a no high five no high fives high five. It right. was we stopped in the middle because all, all yes. the movies at that time people were high fiving yes. all the time. I was like, Ugh, please, yes. this is boring. Like, let's not high five. And oh, that was one of the things I talked about with the writers. Like, like, There's like, let's party. Like, can can we just say partay and not say party because yes. it's so <laughs> yeah. dumb. It's so right. dumb. Let's party like make our own thing and yeah those little things i don't know maybe that's one of the ch charms of the yeah movie. that is it's oh, totally it makes it more unique yeah. it makes a huge difference yeah. i think it's relevant it's now no hand yeah. contact right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey this energy that's going right on but yeah we had a, i mean we had a blast and patrick too i mean all of us like just formed this yeah there bond. was yeah there was a and i think at the time we were we were all working you know consistently semi-consistently yeah. yeah so um, I mean, that's once again, going back to why I took the job. I knew that I knew that Dean was immensely talented and it would be, it would be beneficial for me. It's the only reason why you're here, by the way. Okay. Because <laughs> you're immensely talented or, or yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But getting the VHS of the other auditions, I mean, yeah. that, has that ever happened to you since? I've never, oh, no. I've so never there's the great, that. that great, tell me the story about the guy who's. Oh no, no, this is, this is a friend of mine. Uh, who I worked with. And so I, why they gave it to me, I don't know. I think they wanted me to review my particular audition okay. for, for whatever reason. So they, oh, gave me, they just they gave you the whole thing. They, they gave me all, they couldn't, yeah, all just, the actors reading oh for God. Dave. Oh, that oh. So Not the really, director though. in one of the auditions, this, this friend of mine, uh, who I eventually worked with, um, I, I can hear the director say something to him, give him some direction, and then they they turn off the uh, tape. The camera. So they they turn off the camera, and then at the very then they press it again, and he goes, "Okay, thank thank you very much," and walks out. Oh, so they, they deleted his the, entire. They deleted it. Turn it off, and they meant to turn it on. Right? They, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Great. Yeah, there were some, you know, some. It's so awkward. I'm not sure if you're. You didn't no. tell him, did you? I probably did. Yeah, it was it was Brett yeah. Marks. Oh, Brett Marks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why they gave it to me, I have no idea, and I don't think you were in there. But yeah. once again, I did. Like I was offered, I wasn't in there. Like I never read for a lot of people. You <laughs> know, today were in. It was fascinating to see wow. that, though. You still have yourself. Yeah, I still that. have it. And introducing Burt Reynolds as Fitz. <laughs> I don't think that would fly, but who knows? Who knows? But back People to what got deleted. Did we know? I remember, I don't know if it was you or me, but at one point we were up on the mountain, it was sleeting or something, and, and the director was peeing on the DP's leg. This is already great. Which he, and he was not aware <laughs> of it. Does. I mean, the director knew he was peeing on the DP's, but the oh. DP did not know his oh. leg. And we're watching that happen, and I was looking around and all the equipment, and I, said, I think I think maybe said this to Labrador's, uh, this is the same equipment they used to shoot The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> the same exact equipment. 35 millimeter camera, lights, and we're doing ski school. So. Cool. Well, there were several of those moments. There was yeah. the moment in the uh, the jacuzzi scene um, where we were. So that we, I think we shot some scenes. It was in Black Home Lodge, yeah. and it was at the hotel uh, under you know. It, but yeah, the hot tub scenes, and they were shooting the the girls in the hot tub, and there was one topless girl yep. in the hot tub, and I remember Dean and. Pat and myself were sitting there watching them shoot this from every possible angle. It was crazy. I mean, underwater. <laughs> she was she was only topless, right. but they literally spent oh I don't know an hour and a half yeah. shooting every foreseeable oh. angle right. of her breasts. Oh and so we kind of looked at each other and we're like, "All right, well, 
this, this, is, is, this is what we're doing. What we're doing. <laughs> like, we, you know, we'd get one take. Like, that was fine. Let's move on. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> you going in for coverage? No, I'm going to Tommy after. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shout the right. Godfather in this hot tub. This hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> the same pool water they use. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, so you guys, clearly all this is going on around you and you bonded, right? Mm-hmm. You became buddies. And you've, that's yeah. tested, stand, stood the test of time, obviously, yeah. for, for several decades, right? Yeah. And, and, and ski, ski school was not, I think we, we tracked it, it only made like $8,000 or something. something like it was 18000 was what was listed in multiple sources. Wow, so which tripled just the seems, budget. It that's seems great. Impossible. <laughs> it actually doesn't seem feasible that that. How did, they, did it even get a release? Yeah, they released it in one theater in Buffalo, New York. Uh, <laughs> Or the biggest during the biggest blizzard of the decade, or something like that. Oh, legit! Yeah, it was this huge blizzard because they were going to roll it out, but it made like made money, which meant people actually drove through this blizzard in Buffalo to go see ski school on a Friday night. So it made you know seven hundred dollars or something. Yeah, I don't know. Was it that? Was that even the plan? Or were they, was it always going to be direct to video? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I know at the time they would make deals where. If it went into a theater, they'd get more money yeah. for a video release. So that was that might oh, sure. yeah. right. so right. be like, yeah, we got it in one theater, so give us our extra 10 grand or whatever. But that was such a different time back then than it is now, you yeah. know, because if something got relegated to video, you're like, oh, it's yeah. on video, yeah. right? But nowadays, yeah. well, there's no video stores right. necessarily, but there was this idea of like, everything goes to television first, right. or television is where it's at, you know? Like, I remember growing up during that era, like, oh, whatever was new releases were the theatrical things right and then oh well then here's the the straight to video right. things but but that was what I always drew my eye it's like mm. well, there's so much more quality content mm. here you know there's and, comedy gold in your movie yeah i was gonna say as an actor too there was uh the the mainstream a movies right. <clears throat> and then you also had a stream of uh being able to make money through <clears throat> B movies as well from these smaller studios, yeah. the movie store, right. uh, you know, studios, right. the Atlantic studios, mm-hmm. New World studios, New World, yeah. Full, Moon. Full Moon, Full Moon, Moon. of course, yes. Uh, which I did a couple of those. I know you did. Remote yeah. and uh, Prehysteria. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I did. I still that. have my Full Moon um, membership card. Wow. I'm not going to lie. That's so cool. And then I saw Charles Mann at a convention. I'm like, do I get anything for this? He goes, I'll give you a handshake. I'm like, is that going to cost me? Give you a hand, Jeff. That's basically <laughs> what I got paid, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Wow. Charles Band is quite the character. I did a, that, that movie, Rockula, and there's yeah. a scene in the in his graveyard. And on the tombstone, is it says Band. Okay. Because the guys who did Rockula had done ghoulies. <laughs> oh. And oh Charles God. Band had just raped them. Oh, my and God. And so they put his. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, just, I go, That's What's, what, who's that? And he's like, it's Charles Well, Band. he's oh still working. Uh, he's yeah. still putting stuff he out. He is. Which is crazy. He is. Evil Bong and, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Powdered <laughs> Toast Man Part 2. Have you, are, these, are these movies that you own and have seen? I don't own them. Powdered Toast, <clears throat> Powdered Toast Man. is John Kay, but that's a different story. Oh, okay. uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Evil Bong, I think, was one of them. Or Ginger Dead Man or whatever was, uh, you know. I was... I didn't watch those. I was more of like the when Moonbeam came out. That was their there was their family line. Right. They were gonna right. do they did th- they did like Full Moon, which is horror sci fi. Right. Then they had um, like something that was more sensual. Right. Empire was the original. original. Yeah. Their fa- his father. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Band, not Richard. Well, Albert. Band. Albert Band. Richard yeah. is the composer. Correct. Yeah. I know. Wow. Oh my. I, I can't oh believe my. you know. Well, he sounds like you know more than me, and I know of a lot. I was a latchkey kid, so I had a lot of time alone. <laughs> By myself. Like, you know more than me, and I lived it. Uh, it was there. <laughs> Those were popular because uh, legend has it um, Richard had a uh, home in Rome. Yes. And so they would. You knew that part? Yes, I okay. did. Okay. And they would. So actors wanted to a free trip to Rome. Oh, I didn't know that. So they would ah. audition for those movies in addition to whatever, you know. Uh, money. Yeah, money. But you got a trip to Rome, which I didn't get to. Really? Go to. Yeah. That's not fair. And you did know. two movies with him. I did. I went to uh, 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 Stevenson Ranch. Oh. <laughs> Santa Clarita instead. <laughs> For both movies? Very similar. Uh, no, no. Prehisteria was in uh, Fresno. No, Visalia. Excuse me. That was in Visalia. For okay. three weeks in Visalia. Wow. Three weeks in Visalia. And Which then, is the Fresno of 
Fresno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rome, but different. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but, yeah much different. But uh, anyway, but and then I did another movie for them called Doctor Alien. Yes, that was. I think that that may have been an Empire movie. It was an Empire movie that came out. With Olivia Barish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nice. There you go with your knowledge, right? My first love. <laughs> oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Not Ava Fabian. No. Olivia was on Spencer. Anyway, it's a long story. Oh. First person to break my heart. It was a, oh. Yeah. oh. I didn't, I didn't tell you the story? No. Save that for our $2 six questions. Yeah, exactly. Six well, questions. yeah. I mean, or if you feel like telling it now, I wouldn't be able She to... was the first girlfriend <laughs> I had. I had two girlfriends who went on a vacation to New York and never came back. <laughs> and she was the first one who did that. Oh, she man. Moved, she moved in with a guy uh, while she was there within, within the first week. Oh. Yeah. Uh, who was the other? Kim. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Kim is Cameron. Kim. Yeah. This girl Kim. Sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, where's her? Where's the gravestone with her name on it? Yeah. <laughs> Dracula Part Two. Olivia or Kim? Kim. It, uh, Hollywood Palms. There's a little bit with her. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Hollywood Palms okay. in a second, but I do want to ask you really quickly about the Lombardo. Dustin and I are watching Ski School and we're like, Lombardo was a craze for a minute, but you guys probably came up with that whole bit, right? The yeah. Lo- okay, that wasn't in the script. Because yeah. there were two Lombardo movies that came out. Yes. Right. There so, were. Yeah, it's like Dante's Peak in uh, Volcano. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, but with dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and not Tommy Lee Jones. No. No. Oh, thank God. Curmudgeon. Yeah, oh, it was one of the things, Lombardo. one of the things, I, I guess, I would... Um, while we were shooting the movie, they they realized that they had something good with me and Patrick and Stuart. So they had us go up to the writer and producer's room and just sort of brainstorm ideas, like scenes. And Bertha Lombardo was one of them. Okay. Uh, this was uh, this was all this was all Dean. That, well, that that idea, the Lombardo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean that. This is this comes from that brain, <laughs> the same thing <laughs> as funny. as um, Electric Boogaloo right. to right. Yes. and Millie Vanilli references. Right, that that comes from this <laughs> one right here. the The scenes though were written by the three of us. Yeah, yeah. The for sure. Yeah, we were and we oh, were so fun. absolutely blown away. So here we are writing Birth of the Lombada. Whose underwear is this? Godzilla. Helium. Helium Theater. Helium Theater. So great. Godzilla. Godzilla. Right. And then that weird Godzilla. subplot about uh, uh, whispering a subconscious thing. Oh, that, into, right. Yes. right. So, that subliminal was all, hypnosis. Oh, right. oh that yeah, that's that right. Script? I don't think so. I it, think you're right. Yeah, that was, that was uh, one of our So things. we wrote it all down, gave it to the producers. The next day, it's in script it's in form. Script. And it's... Handed out, wow. and all these scenes are now being shot. That uh, yeah. the birth of a little, bo- I mean, they're all they're all being shot to our shock and surprise, surprise yeah. and happiness. Yeah. And then when we got back, they wrote another script to put all those oh, right. scenes together, yeah. and then we did some reshoots for it. Yes, uh, we did. While we were doing what we were doing outer, outer space. space. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, your hair looked that. different. Yes, yeah. yes. I was I was very fascinated. Yes. Wow. By it. Yeah, that's crazy. That attention. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I, well, I, I always I didn't I even notice that was for some reason. I'm like, wait, the parts on a different yeah. side, or yeah. you know, it was a little bit longer, or something Probably, like that. Yeah. And, and well, and I was, and I want to talk about Jello, uh, Jello pudding, because you had okay. covered in Jello pudding at one point, and I'm like, okay, well, that's obviously got to be something that you came up with on the spot. No, too. that wasn't. That was in there. Yeah. That oh, was that, in the script. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the that chocolate hot tubs. Yeah, chocolate pudding. That was in there, and I. For the life of me, I know people bring. I have no clue why or what the hell it even means. Chocolate hot tubs, but people, they're always it commenting. About, it does sound it does, disgusting. Yeah. It sounds and like it, an yeah. oops. It sounds yeah. like a a, a a bacteria nightmare. <laughs> it does. Yes. It sounds or a weird yes. sexual 
uh, I did a chocolate hot tub with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two guys, two her. girls, one cup. Not <laughs> people. With them. Who wants a chocolate fondue with hot them. tub? <laughs> like, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> well, the, 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 but the, I think what is clear, as we talked about when we watched the movie, we're like, okay, you guys' scenes are gold. Obviously, the the... the the skeleton of the story is all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's a mess, but but the, the your scenes are gold. And then the soundtrack comes on, and I'm like, is that the alarm? Wait, the alarm because I love the alarm. The alarm oh, is like wow. one of the most underrated bands I think of the '80s. Sixty-eight uh, guns right? will yeah. never die. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them in the late '90s. Well, the the founding member, the lead singer, he tours with a whole new band, right? Of and course. he just does all the songs. And oh wow! At the time he was doing. Um, shout outs he had a, on his website you could buy the whole discography of Alarm but he would wow. do a live track for you oh. and so he in the middle of the show he's like alright this one goes out to John um, this is uh, Rain in the Summertime <laughs> you know it's like a it's Instagram Live or something. It's just like, yeah, like, but like, he'd break in between each he had yeah. this long sheet of names on it he would just list them all Denise wants Spirit of 76 you know there you go. This one's for you. <laughs> okay, cool. Right on, dude. Go for it. <laughs> Anyways, those two they had two songs in the soundtrack. I'm yeah. like, that's gold. I'd like to think that they thought that they had a better movie <laughs> than what than what yeah. they anticipated. And they were like, well, we should spend a little bit more on this. Yeah. I mean, that's they they did all those those uh, post uh uh ski sequences. Right. The ski sequences are the, great, by the way. They are they, they are really they're really good. good. They're really good. Yeah. They're not us. No, clearly. But <laughs> as far as sport movies go and when the actor is not doing his own scenes, right. it's not that bad. Like no, you can't not, really tell, right. you know. I agree. The, the, uh, the I was funny, impressed with me. That's yeah, no I kidding. <laughs> the, great, the great thing is Patrick Laberto did not know how to ski and no one ever asked him. If he knew how to ski. And then up on the mountain, he's like – like, neither, I can't, how do we you oh remember my that? God. I'm neither I I didn't know how to ski. You didn't either. know how to ski no. either? Uh, but you don't remember traversing going to the set and then tra- I had to traverse a mountain on skis <laughs> and that. two PAs holding oh, up their hands. My, oh uh, wow. Making sure I didn't fall down the mountain to get to the that, set wow. is brilliant. They were there to catch you? Yeah. Well, the director to, to, carried Patrick Laberto sure. on his back what? down the mountain wow. to get him back after after shooting day. Yeah. Did he say sit and spin? Oh or, you my know, god! And and Patrick, of course, was on summer school. Yeah, he was in summer school with you. Yeah. Um, was that was that how he sort of got in the movie as well? Or did, yeah, was that a coincidence? Or was that, that just he, I, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were happy, like, oh, we got two guys yeah. from another school oh, right. movie. So, right. yeah. That makes sense. That makes it legitimate. Yeah. I mean, that's what initially sold it for me. I'm like, oh, I yeah. know those guys. I knew wow. you from Team World 2. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That, I never thought about that, though, but that was very smart. Yeah, that was very their, smart. Their plan. Yeah. It was. I, I said at the end of it, I'm like, well, you know, your guys' relationship, and they really, you should have been the three t- team. You shouldn't have been two students and a teacher. Like they should have, you know, it's been either here nor there, whatever. But the bits, I'm like, well, they got to drink the whole time. They were drinking beer the whole time. It was like, beer, yeah, let's do this. Dance, yeah, let's do this. Like that was, that was quintessential. I know they said you, they made, uh, the reviews said you made an 80s movie in the 90s. Well, it's right on the cusp. I think the 90s in many ways were just close enough in that party phase. Everything was about a party and a good time. Right. It looked like you guys were drinking a lot. Was there a lot of partying? No, no. No, I, I mean, I didn't drink then. Oh, yeah, I did, but there wasn't. wasn't yeah, no, it wasn't that kind of. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that kind of. It, it didn't was really have time. You know, it was, right. It was a lot of video games. There's a lot of video. Like, yeah, oh, we played a lot of video the, games because you could rent a Nintendo. Dean uh, rented uh, the first classic Nintendo from a video store. No, nice. the hotel was, rented them. Oh, oh was yeah, I love it. Was it the video yeah. place in the village? No, in Whistler. No, the hotel rented them, and you could. Have Nintendo, so we got addicted so, to yeah. Mario Brothers. Yeah, nice Legend of Zelda, perhaps. <clears throat> no, just Mario. No, Brothers. just Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> and then we and then we continued to play it yeah. when we got back to uh, L.A. Yeah. We hung out for like the whole summer. We played it. By that point, well, Mario Three came out. Right when oh. we had booked, we had booked Classic. Outer Space, and but we had a month before it started, so we had a month where 
Like we had really nothing to do, so we'd, Mario three. He'd come over and play Mario, and we'd prank call people. Yeah, that's right. But it's not. <laughs> well, but, but it's not. A, it's not a dual player game, right? It's you take turns. Well, Mario three, you, you take turns. You, yeah, take, you take turns. turns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then eventually, you can find the magic right. flute, of which there's two in, right. in stage one. By the way. Oh wow! Yeah, we probably right. knew that because we yeah. subscribed to the Nintendo, Nintendo Power. power. <laughs> we were just Literally talking just about talking that. about that last night. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I also remember the cheat manual. Yeah. For Mario Three right. to get us through. Right. There was one section I specifically remember oh, yeah. where you had to pick up a shell, and you had to throw it into an area where there were bricks, and each time it hit one of the bricks, you get a new, you get a, uh, an additional guy. A new yes. Yeah. Yes. Up to ninety-nine. Yes. 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 Right. right. I remember that. I remember when we finished it. You, we took a photo of yes. the end screen and we cried. I we <laughs> yeah. cried. It's a big deal. You I guys. have that. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a lot of this. A lot of um, my life for the past thirty something years is on cassettes. So I have oh, like right. a, a cassette, a diary that I've kept oh, over the fantastic. years. That is gold. And so a lot of this. So us playing this game at my apartment in Beverly Hills oh, is on cassette God. tape. Wow. And and then I do have the pictures. Oh my gosh! Of, of the curtain, the credits right, right, at the end, right? <laughs> celebrating oh after we because my, my kid and I, we got the, there's the new little Nintendo. Thing. Yeah, the, it's this because it all fits on a yeah. chip now. Right? It's amazing. So, right. yeah, I have a Raspberry Pi that's got the same. Deal. Right, exactly. So we, we've been playing Mario, and I told him that about crying when we finished it. <laughs> So Mario three was your jam. Was that the was that the game? Yeah, yeah. for we spent after we got back from summer. school, we spent like the summer. My wife was off. Um, she, uh, she was in production, so she was on location. And Dean was at an he had an apartment, a, a house up in in Laurel Canyon. Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. It was a house. Robert uh, Plant's house. It was down a street from uh, where Uriah Heep stayed while they were doing an album, and they had painted uh, during a party someone had painted something and that became their album cover oh, oh wow that so, is amazing yeah. that's so oh, bobber manis and carrie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a that was a so cool time that's so, so cool. cool right around the corner from slash yeah slash was there. nice oh, that's awesome i want to hear more about the prank calls too were you guys just random callers this or was you... oh, classic <laughs> this was so, so... Had, i had uh what was it called double you had two lines. Two, you could two lines. Yeah. So you could click and make another call, and so we would call the same business. We call two Pizza Huts, and so they go Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, oh, Pizza Hut. We do that, and Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven was great. I'm gonna stop. So we do that with that, and we did it. So we we graduated oh, friends, and then we started calling friends and have them call like, hey. Brett, what? Yeah, what? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> like, why'd you uh, call? You called me. <laughs> and then oftentimes they would break out in arguments. Right. They would <laughs> yell at each yeah. other. Or they just start talking. Yeah. And then we hang up on them. <laughs> so you could picture like Dean's in one room. Yeah. I'm in another room. And we're staring at each other. Oh, this laughing. is the funniest yeah. thing in the world. This is what makes me think about uh, they came from outer space because your guys' rapport on that is it's you're you're, you're so connected you're yeah. so like you know what you, we were talking about how there's a level of improv going on there but it's you just feel like you're totally in on everything you're saying you and and whether the audience is or not you're like I don't care this is funny this yeah. is funny for me. guys offered that show together no no well we audit we we both got the audition for it separately oh okay and we were such good friends and it was we just asked our agent if we could go in together and they let us go in together and that was basically it that's, that's what sealed the deal real yeah. smart it yeah. was yeah we um <clears throat> i remember the producer said yes. yes uh hate the acting love the writing because we threw out the script and sort of did our own stuff with it. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, we improvised the hell out of that yeah, scene that right. we had. <laughs> yeah. Um, but something that we improvised came from Ski School. Right. Um, you and I both saw a movie oh, yeah. called Crazy, Crazy People. People. 
I love crazy with uh, Dudley Moore. Yeah. David Paymer. Yep. Who, Daryl Hannah. For, who, for whatever strange Ooh. reason, everything Hi. he saw, he would say, Hi. 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 Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hello. So Dean and I, for whatever, in during shooting of ski school, would always go, hi, hi, hello, hi, 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 hi coffee. That's, I mean, I, yeah, my wife so was like, I, I saw her during the shooting of this. We met in uh, Vancouver because we shot in Whistler and I was f- full on like Dean. <laughs> at that point i had taken on dean's mannerism right. we've uh, fallen in love with both, each other right yeah. of course yeah. we did yeah. so one person the waiter came over and i went <laughs> hi. hi hi i'm all happy hello and then the food would come i went oh hello <laughs> spaghetti and my wife was like what is wrong with you <laughs> what what has happened to you yeah. so so dean and i came up with this little song hi hello how are you, hi, hello, how are you? <laughs> And so we started for whatever strange reason in this, in the audition, we started with this song. It was not (laughs) part of the script. Hi, hello. How are you? Hi, hello. How are you? And you could just imagine that. I'm sure the producer, the writers were like, what the fuck is going on? What are these? But it was pretty magical. Yeah. We rehearsed it. We knew it down pat. And then, you know, three, four auditions later. Yeah. We had I to go back. to network, and I remember they made. I yeah. read. I read with Courtney Gaines for your mm-hmm. part. Yeah, and they wanted Willie Ames too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, Bible God. Man. This was at. This <laughs> was towards man. the end. <laughs> yeah, this was when we were in negotiations, right? And so they were. They wanted you to be with. Yeah. Or they talked about. I think they were just like hedging their bets, like, "Well, they can't be perfect. These two perfect right. people gotta, can't walk in. We got to try to screw it up somehow." But no, it. Went well. Went well. Waiting yeah. to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually was looking for the box set to, speaking of physical media, because I was like, oh, I want to get the box set. And it's not available anymore, unfortunately. The, DVD. uh, the oh. DVDs are not available. Outer space. Yeah. Can I have your copy? I don't have a copy. Oh, oh I do. Yeah, of course you do. You yes, probably have I do. I do. Yeah. I have several of them. <laughs> eBay. VHS. Yeah. Yeah, to VHS. So, um, yeah, it, the, the, it's such a wacky show. And I think one of the things that makes it unique is like there's no laugh track going on, you know, where and it's an hour it, long. It's yeah. an episodic. I mean, that's yeah. really what it what it is. It's you know, bad or good. It's it's an hour long comedy. Yeah, which is I think it's a good demonstration of why there are no hour long comedies because <laughs> it was it was long. Yeah, it was long. And then when we finished it, and they were trying to sell it, renew it along with the two other shows that they were trying to create another network for Mm -hmm. the Hollywood premier network. The two other shows were shades of LA and she male of London. Yeah. She male of London or she wolf of London. I I know that Warren's Yvonne song. That's that's yeah. Yeah. She male of London. Um, (laughs) They were, they wanted to make it. They were talking about making it a half hour, half hour show, which makes more sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you could even probably edit it. Right, but they it just now. had to fill up. They had this time. They had this network that yeah. they were starting. Paramount was starting a new network. And it was 20 guaranteed. Yeah. Wow, and really? Like, yeah. Wow. And we, got, we need an hour comedy. And Tom McLaughlin was like, oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah, it was It was a guarantee. They, yeah. they, all three of the shows got had 20 episodes yeah. guaranteed. That's unheard of during that time, actually, if you think about it. Right? I mean, it seems that way to me anyways. Like, Not really. The, no? When yeah. uh, Fox started yeah which is their network um in 87 yeah they did the same thing they would just order they would just order everything right order they would do a a pilot or presentation and then Mm -hmm. they would order seven episodes they had to fill it yeah i mean seven but right this was 20 right you don't don't see 20 much now at all they were doing a few years ago where they'd order like 150 shows um but that stopped because that did not turn out well <laughs> so fx was doing it for a while yeah like yeah. what were they green lighting for a hundred i don't know it was this episodes. thing but that I, the, I had these managers at the time were trying to sell stuff and, and he was like if, if you get fx they'll order 150 shows i'm like okay yeah oh, that sounds great yeah. where do i go yeah, yeah. Go. sign me up just yeah. give me the money yeah well you you see some of the content and you're like okay yeah i feel like 
you know, some of the stuff that gets pushed through, it's like, well, we just needed to fill that time gap yeah. or whatever. But um, I know we're, we, we want to, we don't want to take too much of your time, but no, I really want to talk about Hollywood Palms. Because okay. That's you, that seems to be a movie um, that is very near and dear to your heart. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wrote it. <laughs> Pat Laberto and I wrote it well, yeah, together. Yeah. Um, it was well, originally, I'd, I'd done this movie called Sleep With Me. And there were five writers on it. And they were all friends from mm-hmm. call, from UCLA. It's a lot of writers. And they each wrote a, a section of the oh, movie. That that's like four rooms okay. or something. Yeah, this is before four rooms. Yeah. Uh, and they, like, they agreed on the story. <clears throat> and then they wrote these sections. So I'd been writing a bit. And Pat was a writer. And so we thought, we're going to get, let's get th- four other friends and have them each write five scenes five scenes that will go over and we can just sort of slip in these scenes together it all takes place in an apartment building over one night so did that got these writers scenes and some of them were okay some were great uh and then agents got involved Mm. and i want final cut approval and stuff mm. like that. So we had to sort of jettison these things and it ended up just being me and Pat writing this. And we had several start dates starting in 1996. We started getting start dates and getting money for it. Dick Clark Productions gave us some money and then it fell out. And so it finally got made in 2000. Yeah. I think it came out in 2001. Right? Yeah. And uh, it was a few years too late because it was very talky. Yeah. As uh, one of the, or 90s talky movies and and but it came out exactly the way we wanted to really happy with the movie um yeah i i i think it's some of my best work wow. and um just thrilled with it 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 did put a period on my showbiz career at the time mm. um i'd started programming i i, I called the great career crash in 1995 um, happened. And so I, I couldn't get work. Uh, I ended I moved to Vegas. I worked as a magician for six oh, months in wow. Vegas and, and came back and I was temping at places, which was amazing because people just know the narrative of, Oh, you're a movie star. And then you did drugs and you ruined everything, which I did not know. I did just fell away Vegas, like, yeah. <laughs> as they do. And, and so I'd be temping and be like, Hey, you're what, what happened to you? Like, Anyway, oh, so oh, so God. somebody said learn You're HTML. So someone told me learn HTML. So I learned HTML, and so I started working. Worked with a friend on developing this web service, and then I got a job at this games company called iWin. And so I was working there when we got the green light for Hollywood Palms. So I was doing programming during the day, and then and then my boss gave me time off to go do Hollywood oh, Palms, and. All, all through the after the great career crash, my my people were saying, write something for yourself because then we can, you know, really promote this. So I did, and it got it made. And my managers didn't come to the set. My agents didn't come to the set. They did not come to the screening. And I just went, screw this business, oh and God. I'm done. And so I worked as a you know, writing HTML for eight years, ten years. I was doing voiceovers at the time too, and occasionally work and get an offer on something, but. So that screw you guys, I'm out of here. Seriously, yeah. Um, Which I think was a big mistake, but uh, whatever. You live with. Well, you're still you're here with us. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, my friends who who were still working at the time are now directing and producing, and I'm not. So I think I could have followed that. That's a weird thing, though. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, but it's a weird thing, though, because you know, I think we we all have been at some stage of our lives gone through self-doubt or self-worth and question, what are we doing? Why am I doing this? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Um, I I think especially having a young son and and not trying to be realistic with him, but Mm -hmm. also keep the magic alive and say, look, everything that's happened to you in your life has gotten to where you are now. Exactly. If you're content with your life, then it was all worth it. If you're not, then there's still more of of that journey. Mm -hmm. And, and who knows what's going to happen right. next, you know? And and for you to come on and reminisce about your career, right. talk about your relationship, it's really special for us. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? I agree. And, and you know, there was a nice thing about coding, which was very important at the time, is that uh, the the amount, amount of work that you put into it is equal to the amount you get back, mm-hmm. which is not true in showbiz. It's interesting. And also, yes. I could do this thing and immediately – 
get a paycheck at the end of the week. And yeah. that was, and I could support myself and I got out of debt and I met my wife and all this yeah. other stuff started happening. Like, oh, I, I'm responsible for my life and I'm in charge of it. And that was a really nice thing. You know, yeah. having a job is a, a cool thing to, to have. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Um, Agree. After not. But, and being other people in charge of your life. Uh, it's nice to be able to be in charge of it yourself. It's, it's so true. Because even you make something and sometimes the paycheck doesn't come for months. Yeah, right, and you're like, right. oh, really could use that right, right. now. Um, but your point about, we talk about this a lot. It's like this business in particular is just so nonlinear, which is why it just fucks with your mindset yeah. all the time. Because you're yeah. like, oh, I got this thing and it's going to go to this thing. And then you're like, hmm. Hmm. Doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, and I, any, any dry spell that I hit at all in like in, in, in voiceover, I'm always like, well, that was a good run. Yeah. That was a good run. I guess I'll just, uh, go code. I remember so, I had a I friend, code. I'm friend not, who was working with Charles Durning during, you know, when Charles Durning was Charles Durning and well, he was always Charles Durning, yeah. but you know, Legendary. he worked till, but he was worried about his next job. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know yeah. what I'm gonna do after this. Right. And my friend's like, you're Charles Durning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That that insecurity never yeah. goes away. Yeah, never, no. I mean, it's it's you you either commit to it or you make a change, and if you make a change, you commit to that. Right. I mean, it's there's that's the one thing that that at least I learned during showbiz during during my time doing it is that it you never know certainly, but at the yeah. same time you have to plan for your life as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think about where I am today and then I think about the people that I knew when I was, you know, those other interview guys who you and I would see in right. auditions. And I think about, you know, living in an apartment in Canoga Park um, by myself, but still trying to, you know, chase the next friends and thinking right. mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't, does, doesn't appeal to right. me. So, um, you know, everybody makes their own decision. Yeah. And um, I remember, I remember when you went through that, and I remember learning that where you were being in Vegas. Real, yeah, yeah, really upset. Yeah, I remember I got back and you were you was, were upset with me. Yeah, like you moved to Vegas. What? what? I was hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember just yeah. And yeah. took like a minute to get over it, but obviously yeah. some other shit going on. Yeah. Well, it's it's great that you guys are still connected to this day. Yeah, you know, third. I was thinking about this. It's wild. Thirty years. Yeah, thirty-two when? years ago, oh, man. And it, I was also thinking about um, some of the times I saw you at auditions. Um, so the very first time um, I saw Dean in person at an audition, I was thinking about this because, of course, I knew who he was. And I was thinking about um, there was there was always a time frame which you probably know that called pilot season. Mm-hmm. Now it's like all year, but there was yeah. like a time like February to April yeah. there was pilot season. So there was always the same kind of guys going out for all the same kind of roles. So I was on the, at the at the Fox lot reading for a, a pilot called Babes, oh, and I was sitting on a bench outside so and I was reading my sides, it, going over them, you know. Uh, thinking about the character and, and so forth. And I see Dean walk out of the audition and he's got the script in his hand right next to me is a garbage can. And he goes, won't be needing this anymore. And he throws it <laughs> in the garbage can and walks away. And I'm just like, that's awesome. I love that. Guy. Yeah, totally. Love you gotta guy. love that. Did that was it. Well. Not waiting to hear on that one. I want to hear. We'll be needing this anymore. They got changed to Baywatch, and the rest is history. No, no, they made it. Yeah, they made it. They made Babes. Babes, yeah, they made it. Wendy Joe Sperber, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Dean, Dean, and I. Here's a little story too. So um, during uh, between the time of ski school and outer space, once again, it was pilot season. Dean and I were going out on auditions and talking about them and, you know, it wasn't anything like we hit or we talk about the same kind of audition. So we actually uh, went in for the same character for oh, right. a pilot called Talk of the Town. I remember it. The Daphne Zuniga show. Yes. Yeah. And so so while this was going on, our space was we were still talking about it. and We may have gone in an audition or t- maybe not. I know happening. that I know yeah. that it was there. 
um, in the periphery, but we were focused on this pilot. So the, the a character was a mascot for a sports team. And so Dean and myself and another actor, we all three went to network. I couldn't believe it. No. I was going to network with Dean and this other guy. So um, all three of us go to network and in, literally in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I don't get it. I hope Dean doesn't get it. Yeah. I really, well, I, we, yeah. we were, it was second position. I remember that we were both. Oh, really? Yeah. It was second position because they were, they were, they, because outer space was happening. So this was a okay. second position is like, if you offer this to us, we have the right to turn it down. Right. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. Right. Okay. So the three of us go to network three. Th- so I'm looking at all three of us and um, I think Dean can tell you how he, how he interpreted the character. Was, My character was completely I be, different. I would be burnt alive now if I did totally. that. Totally. Yeah. And then the third guy, I can only I won't I won't give away exactly how he got the part or why he got the part. All I know is he, he I didn't I we saw him and so we didn't get it. But the next day, I called Dean and his on his answering machine is just this he only states this on his answering machine. I lost to a fucking crab suit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy walked in as the mascot in a crab yeah, suit. A crab it was suit. a full on crab suit. Crab suit. Very so, ballsy. Yeah, very so he ended up booking it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Can you comment on where that gentleman is today? He's still he's still yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. got a show called Ted Lasso, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, but he Charles Durning. Charles Durning. I just saw him. What's his uh, name? I, I don't remember what his name is, but I just saw him on something the other day, and I all I could think of was crab suit. Right, that's him. great. Did, like a small part on cool. something. Yeah, yeah. I was I played a woman. I I interpreted yes. as a woman. Okay. <laughs> um, a very effeminate. Yeah, I, a, a woman. I was yeah. like, oh, this is a woman, and oh, that's so, so amazing. Yeah, and you can't get away with that now. Oh. Yeah. So glad I didn't get that gig, because that I'd be well, it didn't it didn't it, get, it didn't get yeah. no. It would have if one of us were on it though. It would have been the talk yeah. of the town. Would have been talking. Mm. Oh, zing! <laughs> <laughs> you guys coming on our show, like be, giving up so much of your time. Thank you for doing that and just reminiscing on old times. Yeah, bringing a lot of joy. Bringing a lot of joy. Of course, to the sure. Table. Really appreciate and, it. And really. being raw and truthful and. So much, so much appreciative. Sure, you make the check out to Pee Wing Productions. Yes, Pee Wee Productions. Pee Wing. Oh, Pee Wing. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mario Brothers. That's right. Yeah. Of course, so, Pee. That is the ultimate the callback. Ultimate. Yeah. That's oh amazing. yeah, I, I thought you were going to say you know the magic flute. So no. Oh, quick question. That was How the other awkward thing I said to my wife. <laughs> Pee Wing. No, look yeah, at my magic, magic flute. flute. <laughs> Come on, Zach. <laughs> Do you have the? Uh, we're you, moving. We're did moving you ever get here. The memory game. Did you ever get all oh, the yeah. memory game things? Well, yeah, we had the we had the cheat. Oh, the, with the cheat. You the, remember in, on the cheat codes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yes, yes. Um, oh, and last thing, is there anything that you guys want to uh, promote or direct our listeners to see or do or anything? I just redid my website. Yeah, it's nice. Yes, um, it's a lot of fun. A lot of uh, content on there to peruse scripts. There's, there's actually a script pictures. we wrote for they uh, for uh, they came from outer space. That oh, amazing. Yeah. Went well, waiting to hear. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Yeah, that's about it. And the title it? of the episode is called Oh No, They Wrote One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh and that's stuartfracken.com, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, on deancamera.com, there are the ski school uh Trading cards available for sale. Oh, nice. So, Very cool. There's yeah. a limited number, I think. 50, yeah, there's right? a, there's only about fifteen left. Oh, really? Fifteen sets left. You're yeah. kidding? Oh, okay. Wasn't there a was there a thousand? Get on no, there were four. Zach's going to buy all oh, fifteen as soon as we leave. Okay. Well, yeah. there will not be fifteen left as soon as we. Okay. It's in my cart, um, as they say. <laughs> Sold. And uh, the soundtrack say. too. Did someone put out a soundtrack? No, he no he That's he was man. he wanted to, but he couldn't find all the songs. But he made no the guy he made a, a jewel case. Yeah, oh it's really for cool. The soundtrack. It's crazy. I'm blown away by the art people who just. I the love artists. it. Yeah. It's yeah. really, it's super flattering. And it's, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I hope you appreciate the fact that, that like this movie still lives on to this day. It's got a, it's got a fandom, which is strong, mm-hmm. uh, clearly, you know, and, and to, to go down memory lane with us is a treat. 
And thank you guys. Of yeah, course. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. My well, pleasure. I don't know about his. Yeah. Great to always. Pleasure. Dean's pleasure. If I can talk about myself for two hours. Thank you guys. Of course. Sure, so absolutely. much. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for asking guys. Yeah, of course. Drive Bye. fast. Take chances. I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the Internet. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.